Hello everyone, it's Brad at the Red Side Rival Social. So I wanted to come to you before the episode today just with a bit of an apology really. So we had issues with the audio on this episode. I'm not going to say that we forgot to turn the microphones on, but yeah, we forgot to turn the microphones on. So the audio is really poor, so it does sound like that we've recorded in a toilet. We haven't recorded in a toilet, but it's really quiet, so it's probably one for the headphones if you're going to give it a listen. We'll be back for game week three, though, next week with the usual audio quality in its mediocrity that you're used to. So just thanks for bearing with us and thanks for listening as ever, guys. And hopefully you still enjoy it. Thanks a lot. The two most successful teams in the UK. Millions of fans worldwide. And brought to you by a pair of f***ing wolves. It's the Red Side Rivals Social. Hello everybody and welcome to the... What are we called? Red, Red Side Rivals. Rivals. Wow, that's the, that the worst opening. Hello everyone and welcome to the Red Side Rivals Social where we talk everything Manchester United and Liverpool. I am Brad, your co-host, and I am here with Mr. Lee Boy. A.K.A. Tony Cruz. A.K.A. Tony Cruz. A.K.A. the man with the biggest face in the world. No comment. No comment. Really? <laughs> <You're> not... <laughs> I thought you were on trial. <laughs> okay, so I'm not a happy guy. I'm not a happy guy. Um, well, let's address the elephant in the room. There's no elephant in there because your face is taking up all the room. <laughs> I have got a massive trunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And you're massive and grey. <laughs> Come on, what is the elephant in the mate? I'll let you say. I don't even want to say it. Spit like. it out. No. Liverpool are double European champions. Oh, and there it is. Double ganger. There it or is. Or doppelganger. <laughs> There's a laser <laughs> this week. There's a laser. Get, get, get it out of here. Get it out of here. So, yeah, we'll have a very brief discussion about it because it's... We've got to cover the Super Cup, haven't we? So, yeah. So, uh, so obviously, we've made ourselves double European champions. <laughs> The 46th major honour we've ever won, which now takes over United. So, again, another stab in your heart for you. My heart, I can't take another stab. Obviously, I'm waiting for a backlash of, yeah, you've won the European Cup again, but you still haven't won the Premier League. I'm waiting for it. Well, you took the words right out of my mouth, so <laughs> would you have to say it anyway? Yeah, go and say it anyway. Come back to me when you won the Premier League. <laughs> It doesn't matter what the league title's called, it's still a league title. You baited me there, because if you win the league, (laughs) it's going to be like, rewind back to this episode. Rewind. So yeah. Craig David. (laughs) Craig David. (laughs) So going back to it. Yes. Let's go back to it. The game itself was a bit tough, I think, from like a a player point of view. Where Obviously, it was only three days after the performance at the weekend. Yeah. So travelling to Turkey, playing in that heat. It's been a very short length of time since pre-season. Yeah. It's a bit heavy. It was like a, a really tough game for him. So obviously Chelsea had loads of chances. We could have gone either way, really. Chasey, Chelsea, Chasey? Chasey. Chasey. <laughs> I'm having a nightmare. Brad is in there. Oh, Chasey. God, what am I doing today? It's your bloody Super Cup win. Bradley and Chasey. Yeah, Chelsea uh, looks a lot better than they did against us. I've got to say that. They look really strong, are they, going yeah. forward? So it was, a, it was a tough match, really. Uh, first half was more or less pretty much calm copy of the weekend's performance, where Chelsea battered us, more or less. It could have been out of sight. And then we came back into it in the second half and obviously got Manny got the goal, which is a good finish. And then obviously a bit of a scrapper on for the second one. Um, and then obviously Chelsea scored again. There was a goal disallowed. For <sighs> Two man. goals disallowed. Two awesome finishes. Yeah, yeah, we hit the bar as well. Van Dijk at the back post. To be fair, it was a good game for the neutral. Not for me. I wasn't neutral yeah, in any way. I, I, I would, yeah, like I say, I obviously went to extra time penalties and... Adrian! I can't believe you called that last week as well. <laughs> you messed up this last week. Yeah, so going into the game, I think a lot of Liverpool fans are very worried about how he would perform, how he'd step up his performances because he's gone from being a West Ham bench here, I think it was, from last January. Yeah. Not having no contract, signing for Liverpool, being thrown into the Premier League. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a massive step. Like we said that, stuff, didn't we, last week? Yeah, it was a massive step. So, that. for him, this is his first major honour. And you can tell how much it meant to him. And I think the team as well. You might as well just quit now, aren't you? <laughs> Mic drop. One, yeah. I know, yeah. Ball drop, usually. Well, it's one of them where it's like, it's good to see the team regularly winning titles, regardless of whether people say, oh, it's a glorified European trophy. It's not. It's a major one. 
You, you have to win the European Cup. I agree. I, well, I, I think the Super Cup is, is a major trophy, yeah. As much as I don't want it to be. It's a one-off trophy. It's no community shield, is it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, not, yeah. is it? It's like a proper trophy. So for me, you, you deserve the right to play in it because you won the European Cup and your European champs are the same. You have a yeah. one-off and it's another title going into the World Cup Challenge, I think. Yeah. Or whatever it's called these days. But the Club World Cup. That's it, yeah. So like the Club World Challenge. <laughs> <and darts. laughs> I'm pro Evo. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, overall, I was, I was made up, mate. It was a good performance. Yeah. Another title in the bag. The players are getting used to winning these uh, medals and trophies. Spurring them on to hopefully push them forward to win the Premier League because that's what we mm. all ultimately want. So, yeah, that was not what we all ultimately want. Yeah, well, we want. <laughs> <laughs> we keep crying out for it at the start of every season. So eventually <laughs> it is going to happen, isn't it? So my question to you would be about the Super Cup. What, what does it feel like winning a trophy? Now you've done it twice. Does it feel good? It feels amazing, mate. Does it? <laughs> amazing, yeah. yeah. Nice. It's good to watch. It's fantastic to watch. Yeah. Why wouldn't want to, you want to watch a team like a trophy? I'm just asking you because it's all new for you, isn't it, winning trophies? No, I'm not necessarily all new. You're like 10 <laughs> years, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Let's ask Nevertonian or Newcastle fan. I know you feel like they're never lifting a trophy in the last 30 years. I'd rather ask you. <laughs> but yeah, it's starting to feel nice. Obviously, the, the only concerning part is City is still looking really strong and they're going to be a better team to beat this year, aren't they? Yeah. So. Hopefully. Let's hope it's not no one else. Steps up. Win, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just hope that that feeling that you've had, as good as it feels, is the last time that you feel it. So I think it's the mentally... The last time that you feel anything. No, no, no. no <laughs> I say no, no. that I want you to die. I think, <laughs> I think mentally, though, it's, it's a good thing for the players. They're getting used to that strong mentality of going to actually the pressure on them and delivering. It doesn't, matter. It, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's penalties, if it's extra that's, time, if it's 90 minutes. They're getting used to that performance yeah. level. That's the annoying thing for, for a United fan watching Liverpool be successful is because obviously we've spent a lot of time under United being successful and you know that like success breeds success. Yes, Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you know when pay- players get there and they get that experience, they know how to deal with it. So if they get there again, they're more likely to be able to win and it's just, oh, it's horrible because you just think we're going to do it again. And it stops all this negativity about your own club. Because ultimately, he's a god. He's idolised at the club. Liverpool fans aren't saying this, but the outside world of the Premier League are saying he's been here three years, he's still not won a major title. Oh, that's right. And saying. he made a prediction he was going to win something. So he's won the European Cup now. He's won the Super Cup. He's previously been in the, the UEFA Cup final. He's been in the League Cup final. Lost them, obviously. But yeah, but just every year has been a progression, so it's nice yeah. to see a smile on his face in the players. He's fucking always got a smile on his face, you're talking about. Every single time. Well, I, I'm, I'm just gonna let me just go and burn all my copies of Rocky. <laughs> I have no copies of Rocky, so I don't know what I'm talking about. But obviously, like we've equalled Real Madrid's record now in the, in the Super Cup. In the Super Cup. In the Super Super Cup, and then it's in Barcelona, eighteen one ahead of us. So again, another progression. So let's see where it takes us this year. Let's. What news have you got? Have you won any trophies in the last week? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't won any trophies in the last week. No. But other news, this this sounds <laughs> even worse now because you've opened your news with the UEFA Super Cup. Here's United's news. We uh, launched our third kit. Is it grey? <laughs> it's blue. <laughs> that news right. just... That I did, it, I did, did you release that the same day we won the cup? Mate, all right. I, we, we maybe I messed up by letting you open with the Super Cup because now all my news <laughs> seems terrible. Um, so, yeah, United announced the third kit. So, that's exciting for everyone at the club. <laughs> Jesus, times are hard. You know, times are hard, mate. Times are hard. Did you hear about Paulins's comments? I've not. No, I've, I've seen a little bit on the social media, but I've actually not read it. So there's Do you few, want to explain to me? Yeah. Something? So there's like a few sites um, that reported Paulins's comments midweek, and basically he came out and he said that um, he accused United of copying Liverpool's model of. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> You know, of, of having of having a centre of having a strong centre back and fast forwards. What the? That's just the fuck? basics of football, to me. Like, how shit of a manager is he if he doesn't want a strong centre back and fast forwards? A spine of a team. That's not United copying Liverpool. That's what every team should be looking for. It's like every decade football moves on. Every starts copying every single new formation. No, no one's copying anyone. Man, are they saying no. have, a, have a strong centre back and fast forwards? Yeah, no shit, mate. 
I want, want a strong centre back to stop the fast forward, so it's just common sense, oh, isn't it, mate? It's just stupid comment. Like, like, does anybody actually listen to the guy? He's never really on any football show of any substance, is he? He's not a manager. He's been directing his son all the way down to League One, it looks like, moving forward. Yeah, Tom Hintz was like a bit of a prospect yeah, at one point. Yeah, exactly. He? So, like, but he just annoys the guy's an idiot. He, he just throws it out there. He's well bitter towards United because obviously when he played for Liverpool as well, what's scum back. I think he like, likes but to But he was never really accepted as a legend at Liverpool, let's be honest. He came for United, he yeah. hates his guts, so he just he had to accept he was there. He just, the only thing that you love is when he scored that goal in the FA Cup against yeah, us. Yeah. And he yeah. went, remember when he went, he sick. went sick and celebrated, which it's like any other footballer. You don't, I hate this expression of a player should never celebrate his whole club. He's yeah. moved on. He's you, never you all boot Suarez when he celebrated his school against you. That was just intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> he should celebrate, yeah, but if it's Suarez, yeah, we're going to hate him. <laughs> the guy's mm-hmm. an idiot, but iconic football, isn't Other news, Ashley Cole retired. So he's going to be lapping up the uh, punditry now, isn't he? Him drop. Yeah. Hey, I didn't say it was United. <laughs> it's just other news. Other good news. Chasing there. The Puskas is out. Do you know what the Puskas is? What's the Puskas? So it's the FIFA, basically the FIFA goal of the year, I think it is. I think oh, it's okay. of the season, I think it's of the year, so like... So last season's of <laughs> FIFA? Yeah, not the, not the game. <laughs> oh, the season before. <laughs> not the game, mate. Uh, God, if, if it was the game, we would be nowhere near with any of our goals. Um, yeah, so the Puskas is out, so uh, Andros Townsend's goals in there against... Um, City? Against City, yeah, yeah. That, was a, that was a sweet one. There's a few of us. Latan's little spin oh, kick okay. into the bottom corner for LA Galaxy's on there. There's oh, some sick like volley that um, so one, one of the women's teams in Northern Ireland did. There's loads of good goals in on there, but we'll definitely check the um, the nominees for the Puskas, uh, FIFA Puskas award out because some of the goals are really good. <laughs> oh, just, so. Yeah, they're really, really good. So, Any other news, mate? Klopp's been more about fixtures, Annie. Saying that he's fixture overload. Like, oh, what do you want to do? Win trophies or do you want to have no fixtures? <laughs> like, make your mind. Have an even balance. No. If you're going to win trophies, you're going to play more games. <laughs> like, how stupid. Yeah, but I think, like, touching on to that, he's actually come out and also said that he now realises that he can't continue to keep playing those people in the high uh, energy levels positions. He's not to rotate. It seemed like Jordan Henderson yeah. likes a box. He can't keep playing week in, week out because he won't get the best out of him ultimately. Yeah. He's not to use his squad. There's a statistic and it was something about Liverpool players versus other players and how many, I think it was hours they played or something. I can't remember what it was now. I mean, great research again from me. But it was 6,000 and something, whereas like the rest of top players in the Prem had been like 3,000 hours or something. It was hours. I can't even remember. Because but, like, yeah. I think the only players but that can comes play... It comes with the territory, that though, doesn't it? Well, I think the only sort, sort of players that can play like 60 games a season, your goalkeepers, your centre-backs, because ultimately they're not they reliant on making forward runs or chasing backs. The likes of your man, he's you need to rotate him, you have to use your squad. Yeah. But I'm, I'm all for seeing Ryan Brewster. I want to see more of him this year, his energy. The last 10 minutes and seems hard to... So you, you've got a better chance now than ever to rotate your squad because your squad's actually better than it's ever been, which is annoying. Yeah, the bench is really strong, isn't it? When yeah. you look at United, you think, what the fuck am I bringing on here? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Who's this bench one? <laughs> no. Oh, that sucks. We've well, got a lot of kids on our bench now, but it's the same as anyway. But women's internationals, uh, there's, this weekend, there's going to be friendlies against, I think it's Austria and another team. I'm going to say Norway. They're just friendlies. Uh, so a few United players were called up, a couple of new sign I did an Instagram post about it, but Jane, Ross and Kirsty Smith were called up to the Scotland sides. And Congratulations, then, Yeah, and then new new signings. Abby McManus and Mary Ebes. Or Herbs. Mary Herbs. <laughs> Ebes. <laughs> I'm gonna Google this name because that is. You've got a phone me. in your hand. You're trying to guess the names, man. Mary Earps. <laughs> I'm sure it's Earps. Cut this pause out. <laughs> yeah, Mary Earps. Yeah, Mary Earps. So yeah, there you go. That, that's, that was all right. Uh, any Liverpool women get called up? Um, I have not looked. <laughs> I'll tell you now, mate. No, they None. <laughs> no, they didn't. Well, my news is, finally, the Catania, Catania, <laughs> Coutinho saga is well and truly. You're not sort of combat. <laughs> Coutinho's well and truly gone to Bayern Munich, which will put a stop to all this is he coming back? Is he not? The fans want him to. He's the most hated man on the cup at the moment, the way he went to Barcelona. Really? They're a, they're a disgusting club, really, the way they like the business, aren't they? 
Who bats? Oh, yeah, yeah, horrible bats. Scumbags, aren't they? Even saying that, did you see what happened with the deal? So he went to Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich put a tweet out or a social media post saying, we've agreed a deal. Both sides have agreed to not uh, disclose the financial information. And Barcelona tweeted out all the financial information of the deal, how much it was, and everything. I was like, wow. Well, I think we're going to benefit from this deal anyway, because obviously they still owe us about 60 million. Yeah, it's like everything with Lukaku, it's horrible that when you sell someone on fast. I think out of the deal itself, it was 143 million. And I think we'll only lose out 4.5 million. I think we'll only lose out 4.5 million with him moving on. But um, I think. It, it just wouldn't, would, as, as good as he is, I don't think it would have been the right move for him or for the club. Was that but actually a link, though? Was that a strong link? I think it's what it was, it was, it was just like, it? Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Jürgen Klopp's moved on, the team's moved on. It just would never have happened all work. Yeah. His, his age and the amount of money they were asking for just not profitable for the team, is it? Yeah. Um, other news, um, Harry Wilson and Grilich have both scored the weekend for the Loney clubs. Harry Wilson scored a pill on his debut for Bournemouth. Grilich for Berlin. Ojo's doing well at Rangers. <clears throat> Another like um, young player with a lot of promise. Talking of Rangers, Ryan Kent still spit his dummy out. Has talked of him wanting to go back to Scotland to play in the Gerrard again for another year. Yeah. We won't let Lloyd go on loan. And we're asking for 12 million. They can't afford it. So it's deleted all social why, media stuff. Why is he just, giving it loads? It's probably his agent, isn't it, again? Uh, he just directed. <clears throat> I think sometimes you just got to knuckle down and try and prove yourself. Yeah. Big clubs, it's hard to do, isn't it? There's obviously talk about Lovren still moving on and Roma pull up. Don't lose the best centre back in no, the world. No, that's not. You don't want to lose but it. But I think also, you're saying that, but I think I think are we going to be stupid to let him go? Because if we get any injuries, we're going to leave ourselves short. He's a very surely he's not he's he's not one of gonna be cover, is he? No, but he's not first. He's not first choice, is he? Let's be honest. No, but he probably thinks he should be. He probably thinks he should be first choice. Definitely the best in the world. But I think if we <laughs> if we were to get an injury, he's got bags of Premier League experience. Yeah. Bags of games oh yeah, it's just built. if he's up here, do it. One in four games is an absolute liability to some fucking rational idiotic. Yeah, but it's good to have him as an option yeah, so on the bench the for an injury. It all depends. Fifteen on the million point. pounds is it really worth it? Man, going to his time for free. It's like in football terms, it's not a lot of money. So for yeah. me, it's a no-brainer to keep him and just say you're yeah. staying because you've got no cover. Yeah, that'd be that'd be the best. For him, it's probably be. better for him to move so he can become the best defender in the world. Again, <laughs> not claim to be twice this his career. We'll see. So then, and other news is um, Curtis Jones, our young academy captain, from 23, signed a new contract. Young scouts like that's good for the club to have some scouts in the team. Yeah, so it's good that isn't it, when you have local lads. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's more and more coming through, so that's another good positive thing. Young Klopp seems to like him, so maybe he's only 18, so he might be seeing the next two, three years. I keep slapping my knee. <laughs> <laughs> Not my ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's lying, <laughs> he's naked in this room, just slapping his ass for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing as well, um, I've heard that on the grapevine from a contact with Sarri that Henry Chan's been told he can move on to a new club. What an no. idiot for leaving us. What an idiot. Oh, I know you're right, Chan. I said we're the last one, didn't I? In the last he episode. went to the Goldman trophies, didn't he? Hey, we've got two in the bag. Oh, I know. He must, be, he must be up up there, it? It's another stupid move. Grass is always greener, is it? No way. I'd, I'd... I was about to say, take me now, I wouldn't, but... <laughs> no, no, you can't be. Yeah, I know, obviously Virgil van Dijk's been nominated for the UEFA Best Player. So is that not the Ballon d'Or? No, no, it's, ah, this okay. is just, um, I think that's FIFA's Ballon d'Or. FIFA's the Ballon d'Or. This yeah. is UEFA's player, uh, player of the Oh, year. okay, he'll win that. <laughs> and that's going to be announced on the 29th of August, the same time as the Champions League draw. Oh, oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. So I, yeah, I, yeah. I imagine the winner will probably end up yeah. announcing the teams with yeah. the morning colour. So good luck, Virgil. I think he deserves it myself personally. Uh, mate, as much as I hate to say it, if he doesn't win that, that's a joke. Like, if you look at Messi, again, he's obviously scored. Messi and Ronaldo can't goals, win that again. He's not done much this season, if you ask me. He's on his way out, Messi, now. He's still an amazing player, mate. Oh, yeah, I know that, but I'm just saying, like, he's on he's on his way. He's, he's Let's look at it as a graph. don't know why I'm talking to like a math teacher. <laughs> let's look at it as a graph here. If you look at it as a graph... <laughs> He's at the top of the graph. How many years has he got at the top of his peak top before of he starts to come down the y-axis? <laughs> before he goes to America to or China. Yeah. He, he, yeah. So I think he's he's peaked now and he's just slowing his way down, Messi. I don't think he's going to stay at the top of his game. Like no, I love another year at this, this level. Yeah. I think he'll drop off. Already. Whereas I feel like Ronaldo could just be 50 and still smashing. Yeah, but again, 
He had a good season back in Longstrips, wasn't he? Yeah. He, had, he obviously made a massive difference to UA's team. Yeah. He kept Devalman at the squad and immediately signed him in. Wow. So they they won their domestic side, so I don't think they won the Sand Cup when they lost that. Yeah. And obviously they lost the Champions League. So again, he's just had an average season for someone of his level. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I think Virgil van Dijk's come in, made a massive difference, changed the philosophy of our squad and the way we defend. Yeah, to be fair. One, yeah, two right. major honours, so I think he deserves it himself. I mate, I agree. I do agree. I hate it, but I agree, yeah. You hate it, but you agree. Yeah. Well, obviously, I don't want you to, you to have the place. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, uh, is that it for news? Yeah, that's it for news, mate. Yeah. So, the only, other, the only other one thing before I move on, because I've been chatting a lot about other, like, Man United and other club-related stuff, was, like, obviously, what's come out of, from the game, what we've heard today, was about, obviously, the racist chanting and stuff at the oh, Royals okay. game. Which was, is obviously important, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I just... Wanted to mention it because I just think it's absolutely ridiculous that in this day and age that, that is still a thing. What what on earth it goes through uh, fans' minds when they're doing that? Like it's it's absolutely disgusting. I, I think it's one of them. They don't think that's the ultimate issue, isn't it? They think that they go to these football stadiums and think that there's nobody watching it. They just feel they like can get they away can do what they want. want to do. But these players, right? These players are open to criticism because. Some of them cry when they get criticised for things and they should get criticised because they paid a lot of money and the people pay a lot of their money to see them yeah. and they're icons and they're going to get shit when they don't do well. But the difference between getting shit and being racially abused is fucking ridiculous. In this so day and age, it shouldn't happen. Yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I mean. If yeah. we went to work, you, you would expect. And the people that are doing this are probably have like black players playing for them for years and celebrate when they score, but then as soon as something doesn't go right, they go down the racism route. I just think it's ridiculous. It's childish, mate. I think the clubs and social media should be doing a lot more. Well, I think it's... To, like, to stamp it do out, Do you not really. think the players have maybe put on social media when it happens? Because it'll have massively affect all these big social companies. Yeah. Because they rely on these players to share and get followers and make some money. Yeah, so yeah. the players boycott it, yeah. they did not start to actually do something about it. Maybe. I mean, so anything's... Uh, I know the Premier League, the Premier League massively touch on it. They're massively supporting this project, aren't they? But I think yeah. the likes of FIFA and UEFA, it's been highlighted in international football and yeah. at club level, and still it's going on. Yeah, the FA off, the FA the fans are ridiculous. Out, yeah. a lot, but, but UEFA and FIFA anything. don't care, and social media don't care. So, I mean, it needs to change, but I just wanted to mention it because I just think it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's very ridiculous. sad. Yeah. So, should we go into the review section then? Yeah, let's go for it, mate. Let's go into the reviews. Let's talk about how shit your boys did at the I'll weekend. tell you what, I'll start off <laughs> with the reviews because our under-23s played first. So, we'll touch on the women's under-23s women's games and then we'll go into first team here. Yeah. Right, cool. So, um, our under-23s played on Friday and we beat Reading 2-0. So, good result again after the first opening weekend win against West Brom where we spanked them. Uh, Damani Miller scored, who's he's been at the club for years, and then Garner again on the score sheet, not Jennifer Garner. <laughs> uh, all the Bartois Garnier, who is there? <laughs> uh, James Garner, yeah, so he's on the score sheet again, so another another good result. I think United are going to win that league this year. That's a big bold statement. Yeah, but this is what you don't realise. <laughs> you heard it here first. This is what you don't realise. Well, we, got, really we, got, really, we got relegated <laughs> in the Premier League too. We got relegated, so we're currently in Premier League 2, Division 2, so we're not in the same league as your under-23s, so we're with like the Reddings and the West Broms and teams like that. Ah, okay. So, for us last year to finish 6th was, was a bit of a joke, to be honest. So that underachieving. And I think they're really they're playing a lot better this, this year, well, two games have gone, but I think we, we should be winning that. Do you think that's because so, they've got more emphasis on youth at the moment, the club? Maybe that's the reason why they're pushing yeah, on. maybe, hopefully. So, how does your under-23s do? Yeah, might drop again. And they got beat again, to be honest with you. Again? Got spanked 3 0 by Chelsea in it. Us and Chelsea today. Yeah. And 3 0 away. Um, but Chelsea put out a really strong side. We had a lot of positives in the sense that it's a good lesson for the young players. Can't find my violin. They actually played um, some of the first choice players that are coming back. Um, so it was good for the, the young players to experience playing against Premier League players. Oh, did they have some like first teamers in there? Uh, I can't remember their names. I know he was in for Chelsea's Batshuayi. And Rudiger? No way. Oh, That's strong, that. It's so like, against so the like the youngest strikers playing against such an experienced German yeah, defender. Yeah, really there. Yeah. And an international striker playing against our yeah, young yeah. defenders. It's a, good, it's a good challenge. So we only had one shot on target all game. <laughs> I 
and we got peppered. So I think we were lucky to come away with a three-nil defeat. <laughs> lucky to come away with a three-nil defeat. <laughs> but it's all learning. Yeah, yeah, at that age, you want to be challenging yourself against yeah. the best. So I think it's a good lesson for them to learn. Yeah. So we've got our next game is against Southampton City. Don't know who that is. You should do your research. <laughs> uh, women's game. So our women had a game. We're still in pre-season now with the women's game. So our women played a Norwegian team. And I'm sorry if you're from Norway. Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you think that was bad, mate? Wait, see, we try and pronounce this. We played Sandford, Sandfjord, Sandfjord. I'm watching Vikings at the minute as well, so I should have this down. Sandfjord. Uh, and we beat them. New signings on the score sheet. Jane Ross, who we signed from City, actually. And Mary Earps got a debuting goal. Jess Sigworth, who was the uh, Golden Boot winner for the last two seasons in the women's. Uh, she was on the score sheet again. So that was good for us. They were pretty so, friendly, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah we still in pre-season. Obviously, the women's starts on the 9th of... No, sorry, the 7th of September. And we go away to City... And we're on BT Sports, so that'll be a good one to watch yeah. that. So. Like I said in the last podcast, or the one before that, that we should definitely try and make an effort yeah, to go to really. the 23s and the women's Yeah, sports. definitely like to cover every aspect of, of the clubs, isn't it? Did your women play or not? I have not checked. Mm, nice. I'm sorry about and you just said to me, <laughs> do your research. I must show more interest. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. I apologise, ladies. Right, no worries. So basically, least sexist. I'm not sexist at all. All under 23s, all under 18s. I know women's football. I love LFC TV. He sounds like he's <laughs> definitely, definitely going to get a job at LFC TV. We're no, it's no worth way. Every penny. Can I just mention we're in no way affiliated with LFC TV. We're not at all. But you must watch it. It's a great watch. All those women's games are on there. That Jason Matthews watches on point. It's oh, soups. It's soups. It's soups. Shut <laughs> His suits a shirt. Wow. Is that a lot of suits got to offer? That's what suits. Shoot halves. Right, should we move on to the first team games then? So, game, game week two, mate. So, you were a three o'clock kickoff, weren't you? Yeah, so we were on Saturday, so there's quite a few games on Saturday for a change, to be honest. There's no yeah. Friday night football. No, there wasn't. Do you want to go through the results first? Yeah, go on, mate, we'll do that. So, the early kickoff was Arsenal, who beat Burnley 2 1. Then we go into Bournemouth, away to Villa. They won 2 1. Harry Wilson with that absolute scream. Oh, yeah, is that what you were yeah. talking about? Yeah. Brighton won all with West Ham. West Ham looked ropey, you know. They started off last season exactly the same, though, they? Yeah. Uh, Everton got a win. A 1 0 at home to Watford. <laughs> 4 off. Yeah. Newcastle again, mate. 3 1, they got beat by Norwich. Pookie, mate. Hat trick. Hat trick. Adam is the captain of the fancy football team. What a winner. I put at my house key in some dog poo in honour of Pookie. <laughs> you need to laugh. Oh, no, you do. Southampton. Oh, that's what you're going to cover in it. Uh, and City and Spurs was another two, absolute two, thriller sure. with a VAR controversy. <laughs> another and, one. To make things worse, as well, this is completely separate. This is obviously that guy I've seen on Skybet who we had the um, five game accumulator, both teams scoring both halves. And yet, it's one of them was City games, obviously, because of VAR. That's allowed the goal he lost out on 45 grand. And wow. So he must hate VAR. No, he must hate City. And VAR. Like we, I hate City, but if I... Life changing 45 grand of 25p. What a poor guy that is. Oh, it's horrible. Um, so we'll do a fiction on the Sunday, really. So it's, yeah. it's just all, us to discuss. Yeah, go for it, mate. You're the next game to discuss from the Saturday. So obviously we went into the game. A bit nervous, because obviously Alison's still out, Adrian. Yeah, true, yeah. In goal, so would it be successful back-to-back games? And the answer was yes. We won 2-1. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, that's the 11th consecutive game in the Premier League back-to-back now. Sorry, can I, just, so I was about to say you didn't win 2-1 and then I looked over and I was like, it was going to like probably burn and be like, you won 3-1 and that was Norwich. Was <laughs> <looking>. <laughs> that is an absolute burn, <laughs> So, yeah, so we won 11 consecutive Sorry, games. Please, you interrupted me, please don't. Please, please, again. <laughs> please continue without my interruption. So, the game, first half itself was a bit slow, really, a bit of a slow burner. Um, the team played... Half decent, created some chances. Salah got in behind with a cheeky back heel. Yorks put a shot wide. Um, 16 minutes into the game, Milner clashed heads with somebody. Can't remember who it was. Classic Milner. Absolutely got an absolute shiner above his eye. Head bandage on. <laughs> also another rocky, Milner, another right? rocky moment. Big massive square head Brave bandage on. <laughs> Post on the social media, so have a look into that. Um, don't, and, uh, just and, uh, don't do that. 
After 21 minutes, Andrew pulled off a brilliant save from Yoshida off a corner. Like a point blank, awesome save by him. And then really nothing really happened in the first half. It was a bit flat. <clears throat> and then one minute before our time, Manny cut down the wing. Scored an absolute screamer. Was it? Yeah, absolutely. Cut inside, smashed into the top corner, more or less. Give and take. It wasn't top bins, but unstoppable shot. But it was one nil ahead at half time. So, yeah, that was a game changer. We really. went into the second half. Started yeah, off really, really strongly. Salah Mane and Firmino became more into the game. Genie got onto the ball. And what did he start, did he? Genie started, yeah. yeah. So, he got more into the ball. He started creating more chances and pushed on a bit more. After 55 minutes, Salah went through one on one. Seeing his shot saved. Should have done better, really. After 65 minutes, Genie played a sexual ball. I mean, that's a sexual splitting defence pass. Onto Mane, who like just ran in down the left channel, cut inside again, and what did he do next, mate? Missed. No, Firmino missed. <laughs> did he? <laughs> yeah, it was like what? It was literally probably about fifteen yards out. My mum had scored it, but it's your yeah, mum wouldn't have scored that. She's him. got a terrible right foot. I'm telling you, if there was Easter egg in between them posts, mate, she'd have. Both finished that. <laughs> yeah, uh, the joke there is that mum <laughs> enjoys Easter eggs all year round. And then obviously after that, um, we carry on pushing forward, and then ultimately that then created more chances for Southampton. Dunning's cutting side edge of the box, curled over the bar just, um, and then we pushed forward again. Manny with brilliant work down the wing, for me forced another shot. Andy Robinson again for another shot off. Off um, the corner, low hard volley, keeper saved it. Yeah, you peppered him, weren't you? Yeah, and then obviously, what happened next, mate? Adrian pulled off an absolute stupid mistake. No way. Yeah, honestly, there's only moments where you play it back, keep has the ball, they try and do too much of it. I think they have too much time, instead of playing a simple pass to his right or left, try to play it forward, straight into it. So actually, do you know what? I've just actually skipped our second go. <laughs> So after 71 minutes, yeah. Manny cut down on the left-hand wing again, cut inside, played to 3 0 He took in about two defenders, smashed in the bottom corner, and then it, we come back to the ends. Okay. Um, so Adrian controlled the ball. Instead of just hoofing up the field, though, obviously a lot of goalkeepers are told to yeah, play the ball out, out simple build-up play, or look for somebody out left or out right, not straight ahead. You want to strike his run onto you. And he played right to him, five yards out, Dennings. It was like, thank you very much, 2-1. So obviously that was a bit squeaky bum time. And then Adrian stands up and then pulls a mask <laughs> off his face and it's Loris Carriers. Oh, I am Alison from the first game last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously then, but you, you can kind of forgive him because he played well ultimately the majority of that game and had a mistake. It's early season, he's still quite new to playing for the team. And yeah. the way Plus he's a Liverpool goalkeeper, so he's got to be shit. Yeah, yeah, but at the end of the day, he's back up. He's not going to be like Alisson. You can't compare no. him to Alisson, so it's a bit unfair. So then after that, the game, the game went a bit quiet, and then Southampton had one more chance, which obviously had my fist in my mouth. Danny Ings, three, three yards out, missed an absolute sitter, and it could have been 2-2. Two, two. Wow. Yeah, Can so... just ask why you had your fist in your mouth? <laughs> 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 it wasn't me. <laughs> Is that another one from Red Rivals after dark? <laughs> it was a greasy morning. So anyway, oh so anyway. Please continue. Please, please continue. Please. So all in all, it was a very strong, sharp performance by the team in the second half, but first half, a lot more to improve on. So we survived the scare, hugely impressive in parts, in other parts we were in, and considering we just played a Super Cup final, if you didn't mention that in the podcast, no, I don't know what you're about. So the team would have been coming back off the back of travelling from Istanbul all the way down to Southampton on a Saturday morning. We should have been playing Sunday really to give a bit more time to prepare. All right, clock. <laughs> so we, we got the three points. That was the main ultimate goal. Went away, got the three points, top of the league, game one. Probably going to say boom then. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> boom. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, good performance by the Reds. Move on to game week three. Uh, what would you say then if we're doing positive and negatives? What would be your main positives and negatives out of the game? I'd say both Manny and Salah are impressive again. Distinctive runs in behind the defence. We're very creative. Yeah, they were showing signs of creating something new in the sense of reverse passes down the wing, jolly cutting inside rather than looking for a sharp pass, pass, sorry, back pass to the next defender to get across him. <laughs> you know, you just stop putting your fist <laughs> in your mouth, you're able to speak easier. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so Manny and Salah are really positives. 
Manny more so because he's had a very short pre-season, come back from the African Nations Cup. Yeah. Not really been around the squad, but he's just like hit off hit the ground running from last Just season. seems like more of the same for you, to be honest. It really does, yeah. And obviously the defence has still got a lot to improve on, but going forward it's just the front three just looks scary. They all look very sharp, rearing to go. And I think will it be Firmino's season this year? Like if it's Manny's last year, as far as you before, will Firmino kick on and score those extra goals everyone wants him to? Like creatively the work rate he puts and you can't question him but I think all in all them two very positive and one thing I forgot to mention actually was Virgil van Dijk you don't see his cheeky chip I've not seen the game so no. it's like, oh, oh my god yeah. sorry yeah I did see that that was the sickest oh, thing I've absolutely seen. under pressure I can't believe I didn't know I didn't mention that it's like, it's like I was going playing football tonight you wouldn't even try it would you mate that was ridiculous but, like, I think it was Nathan Redmond running onto him at absolute speed ball over the top and he just calmed you like calmed you like oh, stinks it Turn around, move the play for it. It was just absolutely <laughs> so It was so good. Um, and another thing was, uh, it was good to see the Ox back. So the Ox had been out for what a year, maybe a tiny bit longer with his injury, showing signs of um, being creative, making dangerous runs like he did last year. He did a cheeky little uh, little skills in that one. He was throwing it about a bit. So I think he's probably the closest thing we've got to Kevin De Bruyne. That's a big call. Oh a my way. god, that's in the worst call in I've a sense of life. No, I don't mean in a sense of like like player but I mean in the role he plays Kevin De Bruyne plays like a 3-8 doesn't he yeah Kevin De Bruyne is also class the Ox has got potential <laughs> but he's nowhere near <laughs> the Kevin Ox De Bruyne is, is one of the best playmakers I've seen <laughs> the Ox the point was he's playing the single role so Ox he's like going to add shit. something different to the team this year I believe what is he going to add looking like a teenage mutant ninja he's going to score against United <laughs> <laughs> oh mate well <laughs> so yeah all in all it is a very Strong, gritty performance, away victory, the top of the league, six points, unbeaten record, what more could you ask for? Any negatives then, no? Yeah, yeah I touched on it earlier before, I think it, the defence concerns me a little bit, not with the actual players, it's exactly the same defence as last year, yeah. it's, it's just more than pushing up a little bit higher, we're getting caught out on the counter-attacks, we're trying to play an offside, I think eventually when we play the likes of you, Arsenal, City, anybody with a bit of pace, we might actually get caught out. So that's one concerning thing, I think, is the defence. Yeah, it's all going well trying something different, and I get what Klopp's trying to do, but I think if, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Definitely. We had the best defence in, in, in the Premier League last year, and probably in Europe. So why would you try to adapt mm. something new? So whether it's VAR and the new rule changes, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, that's the only negative, really, is the right. defence. Cool. Right, that leads us on to the Sunday then, doesn't it? It does. So um, your boys are with the four o'clock kickoff, aren't they? Yeah. Well, sorry, no, that's an absolute lie. Oh, so, so the Monday night football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Sunday was Sheffield United Palace. Sheffield United won. Palace apparently are woeful. Woeful. Which, which is not good. a surprise. <laughs> no, but apparently they're really bad. And, and that, that's that's good for them going into our game. And then Chelsea with a 1 0 draw at Leicester. I know, that's a bit of a surprise, actually, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, especially at home as well. The Lampard's first home game. You'd have yeah. thought the fake fans would have actually got behind him and actually inspired yeah. the team to win. They were, they didn't hear them doing the famous chant. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. No. Chelsea. I can't remember myself to sing Chelsea. it. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> don't, don't quote me. <laughs> don't ever sing that again. Sorry. <laughs> That's from the weekend. That was from the Super Cup when I was chanting that all night at home. So, yeah, that leads into our game against Wolves on Monday Night Football. So, well, let's touch on Monday Night Football is a lovable thing. How good is Monday Night Football? Carragher and Nev are probably the best pundits on TV, aren't they? Let's be honest. Well, there's two here that just put the same thing. That could replace them. <laughs> Absolutely in no way, shape, or form. On LFC TV. <laughs> you, mate, you, I need to see your bank account. Are you getting paid by LFC TV? Seriously. What? What's going on? Come to a sponsorship near you. Come into. You're gonna get tired on your face. <laughs> right. So let's go into um, let's let's go into this review. Right. So the starting lineup was changed. So he, he introduced Daniel James on the right hand side. And then brought Lingard into a number 10 role, and then the rest of the team changed and stayed the same. Obviously, really optimistic after the 4 0 hammering of Chelsea. So, the change when Daniel James came on, he looked good. I always thought he was going to be a sub. I thought when we brought him in, he wouldn't start, but to start him and away from home as well, I thought was was pretty bold. So, um, when we come out, it was again, like I said, against the, in the Chelsea game, it was really good to see. Like, it wasn't this same lethargic United that we had from last season. We went out and attacked, and literally for the entire half, Wolves just sat deep and 
I don't think Wolves initially because Wolves play quite a ta- counter attacking game, don't they? Anyway. Yeah, yeah, they're strong at home. But I think that we just we just mm-hmm. pinned them back all, all half. We were really good first half. So you actually did play quite well to be fair. To yeah, first half played really well. We just yeah, like I say, we just pushed them back. We were really good. The only th- the only thing is. We're like I said last week. We we try too much sometimes, and like we're really really sloppy. So like, like simple things hard. McTominay, McTominay, and Lindelof. They they're very sloppy with the passing, and Pogba loses the ball all the time. So like like I said, I said it again last week. We need to iron out iron out these stupid mistakes that we're making. Otherwise, we'd just be constant. We score about three or four goals if you iron that out. We'd just be constantly pressing. Not clinical enough. Yeah, yeah. So. We were, we were just peppering him. The first chance came in. Rashford got the ball on the left-hand side. Absolutely folded Bennett in half. He, 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 did, a, he did a turn, a turn, a turn, and Bennett just went for every single one. Ended, <laughs> just up, wobbled, yeah, <laughs> ended up on the floor. And Rashford played just a, a sick ball straight across the front face of goal. And Martial was whiskers away. I mean, he should be throwing himself at that and scoring there. But he didn't. Lind- Lindelof came up with a bit of a... Like, Wolves didn't do anything first half. But Lindelof did a bit of a Mike Smalling uh, Mike Smalling moment when he <laughs> chopped the ball and it was a bit oh, a bit dodgy when it went back to the keeper. Uh, and then on the twenty seventh minute came the goal. It was an absolutely brilliant finish. Like I said again, like I said in the review on the thirteenth, the Chelsea game, we were trying all quick little movements and little passes and little one touches. And I said if it comes off, it'll be great. And it was good to see because it was a little interchange of passes between like Rashford and Lingard and Martial that, that actually led to the goal and Luke Shaw as well sorry it was just a great finish by Martial so that was 18 goals for Martial in his last 12 in his 50th it's pretty impressive really his his 50th for United now so that was good Daniel James was causing him loads and loads of trouble as well he kept getting fouled that guy is lightning fast I didn't realise how fast he was he's so fast he tracked back as well which is really good to see he tracked back on one of the when he got the ball taken off him. And I've never seen him run so fast. He got back so fast. So at least he's shown willing to have to track backwards now. Yeah. Um, we had a few corners. Every single set piece and corner, we just hung it up and looked at Maguire. It was quite funny. You can absolutely tell that he's like the new, the new main the head. Yeah, the new main <laughs> target, man. Like, but, I mean, the corners were a bit frustrating because they were just hanging him up. They weren't getting him into him. They were just hung up. Yeah, but like, like, yeah, yeah, you're like, come on, you just need to like get it into him. <laughs> But yeah, so it was really, really good first half. So I just thought, right, let's do more of that in the second half. We came out second half. Lingard had a chance early on. Should have scored, really. Should have made it 2-0. But obviously, I don't know if you're aware of the Lingard record, but he only scored in December. And every other month he hasn't scored. He's been a lot of the time in the gym, hasn't he? Last week. <laughs> He's in the gym on Snapchat. <laughs> one of the two. Just dabbing on snap, he's probably dabbing in the dabbing in the gym with weights. Dabbling in something. I mean, he's playing, he's playing better, but he's just there's no return from him. He's not which, effective. Yeah, which is annoying. He needs to bring that into his game. That he needs to start scoring or at least assisting or something. Especially if he's playing that number ten role. I mean, I'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, so there's a ball played into him. It was basically nice tap on the volley and everything, and just did a massive swing and a miss. And then like you spin round because your legs took you all the way around, and then. Um, Wolves made a sub at half time. Adama Traore, I think it is, that came on. Yeah, he's yeah. built like a little rugby player. He's not he's good in any way. Time, I don't think he's good, mate, anyway. He, he's, he's very but good at going he's forward. Just direct. End product, he's just direct. That's he's it, just direct. He's the most direct person ever. I just think if you got him in his way, he'd just bowl you over anyway. But he made a massive impact. He just kept, kept running at us and coming at us. United were like a different team second half. It was like all Wolves, basically. And they forced a corner. They off the corner. They got an absolute take world, a bow. <laughs> unbelievable goal. He's done it quite a few times, haven't he? Yeah, he doesn't I'd, score a tap. I'd like thing. to complain about United in the build. United in the build up was shit for giving the corner away, but you can't take anything away from Ruben Neves there. That was sometimes just, you just got to take your hat off on you. Yeah, and then I was I was ho- I was hoping because we had check. It looked like uh, I think it's John Matinho's arm was offside. I thought they were going to give it a one point. Your hands are offside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 your eyes are offside. <laughs> but, um, you know, because of how the offside rule is now, I thought, oh, that might go in our favour, but it never. So then it was basically all Wolves, and we just got pinned back by Wolves. It was like when we played against Chelsea the first half, we were poor, and then the second half, we came out. In the second, in the second half against Wolves, we were just a different team. 
and then we were still having a few chances but they were few and far between so then when the chance came again another little interchange of passes Pogba played in Rashford and then penalty so Pogba steps up to take it you remember Pogba's penalties where he does his little like slow like step 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 forever yeah and then he just used it cowardly cool and slots it doesn't he some reason he just went pelleting at it and just just absolutely pasted it one terrible penalty. To be honest, it wasn't one of the worst penalties I've ever seen, but it was still bad. It wasn't in the corner. No, 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 it was the worst. If the keeper guesses the right way, then you save it. Because yeah, it wasn't yeah. in the corner or anything. So obviously the keeper saves it. Do you want to touch more onto the penalties now or after? Yeah, we'll 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 finish off the game and then I'll, and then I'll talk about the penalty. But that was that was it really basically <laughs> for the rest of it. I was going to go into something else, but yeah, but the game went pretty flat, didn't it? Yeah, Feet United. Oli should have made some changes there and thought, right, let's let's try and get something out of this. But he, he made changes probably too late. But, I mean, the good thing is we played a lot better, but I don't know. I think any genuinely, though, any of the top six sides that go to Wolves are going to struggle this year. Yeah. So that's really that's really the game. I mean, we need to we need to stop the sloppiness. That's what we need to do. Because it's just a way... We just lose the ball far too much, I think. When, when you see it... Lindelof and McTominay and, and a lot of them like Ben James loses the ball quite a lot as well you just need to keep hold of that ball but I think, I think one of the things you need to consider is obviously a lot of these players are new yeah. and adapting to the way Oli plays so I think it's, it's going to take time isn't it so not just, be, not just the basics of the game it's learning the basics like you say it's learning how to play together it's learning a new philosophy like being forward thinking the way yeah. you play and then it's also about seeing the game out Yeah. so maybe United thought they did enough it's one deal we've been sloppy let's see this game out for yeah. 90 minutes and then we got shot in the foot didn't we yeah so the, the main things that came from the game really was Lingard was playing as number 10 I just don't think he's number 10 he's not creative enough to be to be playing in that role he runs around a lot and, it, and he, he does do a lot sort of he's, like he's, so, me, he? he's so not even that mate because Lisa's an end product with Firmino yeah there's not an end product with Lingard what end is yeah I much prefer him playing playing out wide if he does so he can drift in and maybe try and affect the game that way. But as a number ten, I don't think that's where we need to be. Who would you play as a number ten in any place? It's controversial, but I'd play Pogba there. But was that the same only position he played you though, was it? It wasn't. Yeah, he played in front of Perlo, yeah. So the only problem is though, we don't have good defensive midfielders. And if you bring Matic on, he slows everything down. He slows everything down. The yeah. crap. Yeah. The sideways crap. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Gareth Barry, number two. So you're on a bit of a negative impact here on overall, but what is your positive and what you Listen, think? What is the massive positive not, thing? I know it, it sounds like I'm being negative, but it, I mean, we were going to record this podcast after the game, weren't we? And yeah, I'm yeah. so glad we did it because I was like pure raging. But when I've had time to look back on it now and I've had like the night to sleep on it and stuff, it's not that bad. I mean, Wolves were our bogey team last season and we didn't play anything like we did against them last time. Yeah, we're not clinical enough and yeah, we're very sloppy. But we're playing in a better way. Marshall, if he wants to be number nine now, which he does, needs to start taking his chances. That one that come across the front of him, he should have threw himself at that and got that in. And there was another one where it came past a defender and the, I think it was Bolly that didn't touch it or something. It come through to me. I don't think he thought it, it come through to him. Yeah. But if he's normally a number nine, now he needs to be anticipating that. And that would have been like a free goal for him. Yeah. I mean, all we were at the end of the day is a penalty miss away from winning that game because I don't think other than that really Wolves didn't really, didn't really do anything it. other than yeah. that that like wonder goal sort of thing so I just feel like yeah Marshall needs to be better if he's going to be a number 9 Lingard needs to be better if he's going to be a number 10 <laughs> I don't think we should start Daniel James I feel like what Daniel James gym? I feel like he should be an impact player at the minute until he proves his world let's, let's say he keeps coming on and he keeps scoring let him earn his place in that starting 11 I mean, I know we're away from home, so we changed the tactics slightly. But I'd rather see Lingard out on the right and I'd rather see Andrews Pereira there. Because I think he's he's a more creative player just by nature. Whereas Lin, uh, Lingard's more of a just like a fast run around, yeah, put himself about. Hits it hope kind of thing sometimes, yeah. right? Well, I don't think he even hits it. He's, he's not had an assist, mate, in about a year. But all in all, though, it's not bad. The, the penalty debate that I heard on Monday Night Football, right, I had to turn it off. Because Gary Neville was just so annoying on that. So 
basically, uh, did you see it? Did you see the? Yeah, game? I watched it. Yeah. So I basically, he's saying that it's absolutely disgusting and it's a disgrace that um, there isn't a penalty taker, and then that they don't know what they're doing and it's going to cause doubt and all this stuff and blah 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 blah. It's just talking absolute nonsense. The fact being, because in the first in the first game against Chelsea, right, Pogba went over and Rashford come over and said he was taking the pen, right. Not only not only the, the fact that Oli Solskjaer has said that you've got two penalty takers in Rashford and Pogba. So Rashford came over and scored the pen. This time Rashford went over, Pogba came over, Rashford goes, are you taking it, mate? You can literally see him say that. He's like, are you taking it, mate? Pogba goes, yeah, yeah, I'm taking it. And Rashford just like grabs the ball, throws in the ball, yeah, take it, right, yeah. Pogba obviously doesn't score, which is unfortunate. But it's not as if. They're, they're in each other's faces and they're arguing with each other about who's taking this penalty. So I don't understand where there's there's all this commotion that's come from because he said I'm taking a pen. Do you not think though? Right, you're gonna you're gonna go sick when I say this, but do you not think it's lack of leadership on Solskjaer's part that he hasn't selected a penalty? Well, he has. He selected two. No, he selected two, and yeah. he's probably done that because he, in his mind he probably thinks Rashford's the better penalty taker. But Pogba's such a big personality, he doesn't want to upset the boat. Do you know what? I'll let both of you decide between you who takes it. We're really, he should be saying, right, you're the best penalty taker, you take the penalties. Because for me, this is looking at it from an outside perspective and not a United fan. Yeah. Rashford's penalty last week was fucking sublime, mate. He yeah, smashed it in the top bins. Yeah, like, yeah, so why would you give somebody that's missed the last four penalties or three penalties prior to this one the chance to score when he's clearly not confident on the penalty spot at the moment? If that was Alan Shearer, or David Batty, or Roy Keane, or Gerrard, they it's would not... David Batty in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just big personalities. What I'm saying is, like, David, David Batty, I don't know where that came from. Nor a Batty. Kramer, so, no. What I'm saying is, you would never see Alan Shearer throwing the ball back to a midfield to say, all right, mate, you take the penalty. So for me, I think Gary Nolan a point in the sense that, yeah, there should be a, one person that takes the penalties, and if he misses, it then goes on to the next one. Why should there? Because... It, it should be the rule of if you score and score convincingly, you're going to take the next penalty next week because the confidence is high. Whereas Pogba's is down here, and obviously you can't see my arms. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. down, but what I'm saying is, what he's doing is spinning around. Like for me, I think Rashford should have been taking that penalty purely based upon what he did last week. And he's a striker, hungry now, for goals. Do you know what? Yeah, I do understand that Rashford scored one last week, but between them, they've come to the agreement that Pogba's going to take it. So let's say they do that. Rashford throws in the ball. Pogba slots it. Not even mentioned. It's not even going to be mentioned, is it? It's not even going to be mentioned. No, it's, it's just going to be. Mentioned. It's just going to be. Oh, great penalty from Pogba. Oh, that's weird. Though. Yeah, but Pogba it, it was it. the way he threw it. Well, you say he threw it at the end of the discussion, but he, he didn't throw it at him. He just he, he threw, threw it up without him. looking. Then he threw it without looking. No. And then you are seeing James whispering something to Rashford, as if to say like, "Are you okay, mate?" Like they were saying something to each other. Yeah, they were talking something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like it's causing that uncertainty. So for me, I think it should be right. Well, Rashford's come out after the game supporting Pogba over all this racism stuff, so it's not as if they're like not speaking to each other. No, I, I, I do get that, but what I'm saying is on the pitch, let's, this let is me, this guy me. saying, you're my penalty taker, and you take that out of the equation. Free kicks, right? So what do we do on free kicks? It depends if it's left or right, doesn't it? On the depends if it's left, pitches. right, whereabouts it is. But do you not get people going up and talking about a free kick and, and covering the mouths and saying, I'm taking it, oh no, I'm taking it, I'm taking it, no, I'm taking it. And that depends on the qualities because ultimately you should never miss a penalty, penalty kick. Really, yeah, but it, it depends on the qualities, but that depends on who's on the pitch at that time. Yeah, yeah. And what it works on the training pitch, whereas a penalty is just an instant. You've got one chance. You should score, shouldn't you, really? Yeah, yeah. it's like a free a free attempt yeah, at goal, yeah. isn't it, basically? Yeah. So I just think that it was just made a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, in some ways, yeah, but I just think everybody's on the bandwagon. We all hate Paul Pogba at the moment, isn't it? Obviously, you can't do anything right. No. Can I, so I, I feel sorry from that sense, but I think it should have just been Rashford. There shouldn't be any argument. You scored last week. You're going to score again this week. You've won the game. Whereas Pogba's personality always makes him want to be that guy that scores that winning goal, and it cost you. I think probably what the conversation was, was Pogba went over last week and Rashford took it, and Rashford's gone over this week, and Pogba said, I'm having it. Which is, again, the power. It's Pogba saying, I'm the man in this team that should be taking it. Instead of just accepting it, you're a better penalty taker. I don't think it was though. 
I don't think there was. I, think I don't like, think there was there was an argument in any way about it. Do you think there's lack of leadership in the team? That it's not necessarily Oli. Do you think there's no actual leaders in the squad at the moment? There isn't any leaders in our squad. I think that's the main problem. So if, if Roy Keane was on the pitch, he'd be like, "I'm not bothered by it." Rashford takers. Someone with authority would have said, made that decision for Oli. But if they, let's like, say they've both been banging penalties in on the training pitch and they've just been scoring and scoring and scoring and. And then he said to him, right, I want you two on, on penalties. As long as you can sort it out between yourself, I'm not asked who scores it or who takes it. You're going to be our penalty takers. So sort it out between yourselves. I don't want any arguments, but you're our penalty takers. You're the two best penalty takers at the club. So you're, you're going to be it. Yeah. So is that not what seems to be about what's happening? At Liverpool, we have something similar, don't we? When Roger Rovers, Milner's on the pitch, he's a penalty taker. But then you've got Salah, you've got Mane. You've got, you've got quite a lot that can take penalties and we've, I don't think we've got one selected penalty it just depends who's on the pitch yeah. at the time but I, don't Pop- think, I don't think you would have seen that same argument or yeah. discussion I think what's what's happened is basically Pog was our penalty taker and he was our penalty taker all last season and then for the PSG game where Rashford put it in Pogba was out for that game and was suspended so Rashford had to take it and I think since then obviously now it's come to the radar that Rashford could take a pen. probably a better penalty. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably why now he's he probably doesn't want to say to Pogba, you're off penalties. So he's probably just said to them both, listen, you're our penalty takers now. It comes back again. Is upsetting Pogba again. Is is that the poison charge for the team? Is that you can't do anything to upset him because he'll upset the boat and then your season go, it could crash. This is, the, this is the thing. I mean, I don't agree with the thing with the penalties, but I agree with that in other aspects. Pogba's that, that type of personality, isn't he? Where I honestly, I think he's class, but I wouldn't be upset if he went because no. of because of he's that kind of personality. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have to, I'm not gonna have to, we'll have to agree to disagree. No, okay. him, but it's not, it's a, it's a debate, but it's, yeah. it's not like a heated debate. Is it? Let's be honest. Just it's, it's like, the way the way that Neville was going on about it was as if like I could the way that Neville reacted to it and went on about it and then went on on social media and stuff about it would be as if, like, remember when Batty and Lasso had that oh, fight? That's crap. It, it's that kind of reaction. I was like, hang on, mate. You, you, they talked to each other. You could see him say, are, are you having it? Yeah. Yeah. He threw him the ball. It's not like there was, like, he's launched the ball into his chest and he's been like, oh, shit, and that to catch it. And yeah. I, I, then I'd understand. And then I'd be like, do you know what? That's ridiculous because it looks ridiculous and it makes the club look stupid. But as a former United player himself, you think he'd get behind United? Like, be a bit critical, but I think he's, he's, he is supportive, but I think he's trying to be neutral. But some of the stuff, Jamie Carragher doesn't it, Let's be honest. No, no. <laughs> I think he's he's quite neutral. It's just, you, when Liverpool are playing, he's, he's very neutral. It's just you can tell he's obviously a Liverpool fan. Well, he, he would, if Liverpool were getting battered, I think he'd say, wouldn't he? Like, and it was shit. He would say it's just that he's not had to have it for the last couple of seasons. But I mean, that's the penalty debate, isn't it? Yeah, like I say, I might I might be wrong, but that's just how I'm seeing it. But. We'll just see what happens next time you get a penalty, won't we? That's it, mate. I mean, literally, and in terms of the actual result as a whole... It's something to build on, in my opinion, for you. I feel like Wolves away is a tricky fixture for anybody this season. I don't think that's an easy game. I think we've we've got off the mark of two difficult games, and to come away with four points isn't the end of the world. We've played a lot better than what we did at Wolves last season. I feel like if we play like the first half against Wolves, we did. Even the second half, because like Lingard missed that chance and we missed the penalty. If we play like that against Palace, we'll just sweep them away. So who you play the weekend? So we got we got Palace at home. So we're a Saturday uh, we're a Saturday game. So yeah, I was meant to be going, but uh, I'm going to Lincoln, so I can't go to that now. But yeah, looking forward to the weekend. Palace, Palace are terrible at the minute. Absolutely but terrible. They're unpredictable, mate. That's that's the word you have to use. Palace doesn't matter what stage of the season is. You don't know what you're gonna get. I think they've started. They've, they've they've started slowly, haven't they? They've not found the feet yet. Palace usually. They've lost Kabai. I usually like Palace going forward. I think they're quite creative on that, but that's when they have Wamba Saka. To be fair, yeah, Wamba Saka. They lost Kabai. They've lost yeah. the guy from Chelsea, and they're left with Ben Teke, mm. an average midfielder. So that and Zaha doesn't want to be there. Exactly. Yeah. So it's trying to get the best out of him, isn't it? So. I feel like that should be, and what I would feel most United fans are saying is that should be an easy win. That that should be a. You got any concerns or anything? No, that should be a clear. I feel like he needs to either not not play Lingard, or he needs to play Lingard out wide on the right. I like Marshall through the middle. I think that's where he want to play. That's where he wants to play. So keep him there. 
but I'd love to see Pereira. I think he played really well against Chelsea in, in that position. And if we go there and we, like I say, if we play like that, I think we'll, we'll, we'll be fine. Just try that should just be. I'm going to... Poor prediction. <laughs> I was going to say she'll not predict yet, but I'm going to say United at home to Palace is going to be solid 3 0. Oh, wow. No. Clinical United this weekend. I just feel like we're too much for it if we're, if we're going forward. You probably won't be far off, I reckon. I'm going to say 3 0. I'm going to stick my neck out, sod it. 3 0. 3 0. So. Previewing your game, who have you got? So we've got same day, Saturday, on 5.30 kickoff. Evening game of the lights, I'll be going. Are you going to go this yeah. weekend? Yeah, I've actually got a ticket. Woo! <laughs> Please never whoop down Woo. here. Like right in my left ear, this is <laughs> almost the So again, at the moment, playing Arsenal is quite a bit of a delight. They've not beaten us in eight matches. We've won four, drawn four out. It's not an easy game though, is it? No, it's never an easy game. Um, and touching on from what I said before is like this high press that we're playing off really concerns me. Obviously, going forward, you've got Aubameyang, Lacazette, you've got Pepe now, Mkhitaryan, Ozil when he turns up, but I don't think he'll be playing this weekend. Arsenal are always afraid they're very creative forward. going forward. Defensively, they're shocking. Absolutely dreadful. Um, but I think even David Luiz is like a friggin' attacking centre back. Yeah, but he's like David Luiz is like one of the players you love to hate because like he's an absolute knobhead. Let's be honest, but. He's passionate, isn't he? He's passionate, and he's a very good defender when he wants to be. And he's not like... He was probably the Premier League's best defender forward. last year for Chelsea, wasn't he? When you look back at their season, like, he's a strong player. Oh, what, Chelsea's best defender? And he's going to oh, improve yeah, the Arsenal squad, isn't he? Yeah. He's going to improve the, the Arsenal squad. So I think, I'm, I'm hoping we're going to beat them, but I think it's going to be a tough game. It all depends on whether Klopp go back to what he was doing last year or whether we continue this high press. The defence push up and we may get caught out. So, obviously, we've got Becker out. Nebuchadnezzar's a down. How long's he out for, Becker? They've still not said. Really? No, just... Nothing's quite publicly, so it still says a couple of weeks. He's got his leg in the cast. And yeah. he's put up on, on his stool watching the Super Cup, didn't he? Yeah. So I, th- I don't think it'd be too long. I reckon about five weeks tops. Yeah. I've never done my calf myself. I was going to say physiotherapist. I've done it yeah. I've never done my calf. You've done literally, <laughs> right, Leah's about every bone in his body, glass. I think. He's called, he's called Mr. Glass, yeah. So I think, all in all... I'm going to go for a 3-1. I think we'll concede again. Your predictions don't make sense to what you say. We'll, we'll concede again. But So you like really tight game, yeah. I think, you know what, Arsenal have got a lot to offer going forward. 3-1. 1-1 at half-time. What did you say last, time, last week? Goes, I'm up to, yeah, don't, you know, don't take Southampton easy. It's going to be a 4-1. <laughs> Mate, by the way, I can just say our predictions were way off. Way off. What did, you predict? Two goals what did you predict? Four one. Four one. <laughs> what did I predict? Three nil, was it? Two. Two. One nil. Was it one nil? I said. I, I was quite close. You were quite close. Yeah, so I think I'm going to go for a convincing. Three one. Three one. Right, so a three one and a three nil. So so far on the prediction scale, it's um, it's zero points. Half a point. <laughs> it's half a point. We don't get half a point, mate. <laughs> zero points. Nil point nil. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Game week three. So the Premier League's um, gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger. Games gonna get better and better and better. United are four, further and further behind us. I'd love you. I'd love you to get beat by us. Yeah. So that's it, isn't it, mate? Yes. So there are previews done. So thank you for listening again. Um, we need you. you we all it? need you to enter our fantasy football league because I'm on my own at the moment. We still need you. some followers. <laughs> And we need some people entering all the Yeah, so Lee's, Lee's fantasy football thing is not going great. It's not going very well. Yeah, but just think you're, you're going to be the one that wins the Simon Rebellion. True that. There's no way I'm getting Simon Rebellion. <laughs> but yeah, so if a few of you could enter the actual so, link yeah. codes on Instagram. Yeah, links. we'll put the link in the, in the um, description as well. Also in the description, there's also time codes, so don't forget to have a look at there. If you don't want to listen to any of United stuff or... You just want to listen to Liverpool stuff or same the other way if you just want to listen to United stuff. The time codes are there so you can skip ahead and just listen to what you want to listen to. But yeah, just um, thanks everyone for listening. We, like I said, we're on iTunes. We have had a few listeners, so thanks to the people that have been taking the time out and listening to us. If you want to give us a review, then please feel free. It's a really good way on iTunes for 
uh, people to get recognized so if you could leave us a five-star review that'd be great and um, people searching for my united podcasts or liverpool podcasts or football podcasts reviews really help make us visible when, when people are searching so like i say thanks again for listening we are on instagram at redside rivals we are on twitter at redside rivals and we are redsiderivals at gmail.com if you want to contact us if you agree or disagree or you want to ask us anything or you want to see what Liverpool's experience was at least experience was like at the game this weekend watching Liverpool get beat by Arsenal then feel free to contact <laughs> feel free to contact us have I missed anything out? Um, well if people want to give us some feedback on what they want to listen to if they don't like what they're actually yeah if you to. want it yeah like I say if you email us and you want to tell us anything that, that email address is all there all feedback is appreciated not all feedback all feedback <laughs> you don't want any hate with an 8 and when you know to get beat 6-0 every weekend by Palace come on mate bad, come on mate all of this positive negative feedback <laughs> uh, just we've never mentioned our theme music either really um, we have got a random American guy um, on our theme music, which we don't know why. We just all American followers. Just all all the American followers, and basically we're both owned by Americans, so that's where we're going with it. But thank you to Will Rice for our uh, theme music. So thank you very much. We'll see you for game week three, which I hope will be out Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Yeah, we're gonna try and get um, them released on a Tuesday or, or Wednesday. So keep posted press subscribe and you will get notified when they're out thanks very much guys until next week until next week see you later baby goodbye (laughs) baby (laughs) see you later baby